I will never write a single line which I have not first felt in my own heart. He'll teach you everything! Truer words were never spoken. All right. Language and writing were made available. I'm writing this down. This is good stuff. And this is John Helps You Write Better. I'm John. This, therefore, must mean it's time to write better. I really have to work on some intros. I'm trying to do like a, a Gerald Undone kind of thing. And I, I really need to sort out what it is exactly I'm doing because winging it always feels a little awkward and weird. But that is neither here nor there. Today, oh, today I've got a good one for you. Today we're going to talk about a topic that really, really bugs me in a visceral way, in a, in a way that I'm often surprised by just how much it bugs me. And that's the argument people make about needing to hold a physical book, that they just have to do it. And I don't want to like, I don't want to tell you that your your want is wrong, that you have this image of like this the situation where you're sitting there and you're holding a thing you've made and that that makes your hard work valid and that makes your effort real and it means you've really accomplished something. I don't want to take that away from anybody. What I, I want to tell you though is that your effort is valid and real without physical manufacture being attached to it because if you were to do a digital version of your book and then you were holding let's say your tablet or your kindle or your phone or whatever like that's still you you have to let that feel as real to you as the physical book because if you're dictating the terms by which you consider something to be real and valid you will more than likely end up in a situation where you feel disappointed because well um, you're limiting the ways you give yourself a sense of accomplishment and validation. But that's not entirely what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is the physical manufacturing process. The, the idea that holding this physical book is somehow better or more valid or good or the right thing to do. Because here's, here's the argument in a nutshell. Every time you talk about needing or wanting your book to be a physical book, I need you to remember that you are contributing in some way, shape, or form to killing the planet and negatively impacting hundreds of thousands of other things entirely because you just want to hold a book. The nostalgia you feel for that book, the nostalgia you feel for, oh, physical reading is great, I have to read a thing on a physical, you know, on a physical level, that is predicated on memories you have of earlier books you've read. That is predicated on a combination of memory and imagination to suggest that this experience comes across as pleasurable to you. It's the physical turning of the page. It's the smell of the paper. We'll talk about the paper in a second. But it, it's these sense memories and these evocative triggers that allow you to, to interpret a situation as pleasurable, whereas something like scrolling 
be it with your thumb or a finger or on a phone or a tablet or a Kindle or a reader or whatever, comes across almost as not pleasurable because you've lost some of that tactile sensation. And it's not that the tactile sensation is automatically always pleasurable because we end up touching loads of things that suck over the course of a given day. It's just that you've associated this one habit with one era or element of time in your life. And you're saying, well, book reading felt good when I was 15. Book reading is going to feel great when I'm 25 or 35 or 45 or whatever. And I need you to stop. I need you to not do that because we need to have a serious discussion with the fact that the paper pulping process, the book printing process, the the cost and expense, and I'm not talking dollars and money. I'm talking about like deforestation, environmental collapse, uh, greenhouse gases, carcinogens, all the environmental cues and things to create your book the tons of waste material that ruin aquifers and pollute soil the the temperature increase from the the production and the milling all that stuff we we have an obligation a duty and a necessity to be more conscious of it because it's we have to live here more than you need to hold your book it's it's not that your book is bad or wrong. I don't care whether we're talking about your sci-fi novel, your fantasy novel, your, your teen romance. It doesn't matter what it is. Your insistence, or maybe not you specifically out there listening to this, because maybe you're saying, oh, no, John, I don't give a shit. So how about we, we frame it without pointing a finger at you? The insistence that a physical book is the way to go is basically saying, I, the person who wants that physical book, am so selfish when it comes to my creativity and so singularly focused on what I need and what I want that I am willing to put that ahead of the greater collective good. And it might be a case made for ignorance. It might be a case of, well, I just don't know how, you know, how many trees it takes or how much, you know, carcinogens get pumped out as wastewater or, you know, the the, the amount of deforestation that's happening. Ignorance is understandable because we don't talk about these things. We, we consider that there's always going to be paper and there's always going to be this and there's always going to be that. And it just it just happens. The fucking book fairy shows up and poof, we have books. And and that's that's wrong. Like that's that's painfully wrong. I, I need you to become aware of the fact that every physical book came not just with a financial price but a physical price a materials price trees deforestation lawns pollinators bugs natural biomes animals um, carcinogens greenhouse gases wastewater low-income labor exploitation um, minority segregation illegal hiring practices, illegal work practices, all these things tie together because you need to hold a paperback copy of your book or you need to hold a physical copy on launch day. And it's it's so hard and so uncomfortable to like bring this up because we're talking about how to write better. And it seems really far afield and, and, and out of character. Although if, if you know me, this is totally in my wheelhouse. Um, but it just seems really weird to be talking about how to write better and then, you know, screaming at you that low income class exploitation and the fundamental destruction of large swaths of forest land are your fault because you want a physical, you want to be able to turn pages one day. 
and it's not specifically your fault. Like you're not demanding that some animals be booted out of where they've lived and into an area where they can't survive just because you need to see the words typed in ink. It It's more a matter of we need to be more sensitive. We need to be more savvy. We need to be more aware. There's nothing wrong with digital. I understand it feels different, but that's a lot like saying this piece of chicken feels different than this piece of steak that I'm going to eat. You're going to eat one way or the other, and I understand that, well, I really want one. I don't want the other, but at what point are we willing to take a look at exactly how selfish that is and take a look at exactly how singular that is in our focus? Why? Why do we do that? What does that say about us as creatives? What does that say about us as writers? What does that say about us as consumers that we are so fixated and so focused on? Here's what I want. God damn it. Give it to me. That we, we put that above everything else. And when we are told about the costs or effects or impacts of something, we are so often willing to be offended or upset because, oh, well, it's not me. I'm just one person. It's, it's the greater thing. It's the corporations. It's this. Yes, it is all of those things, but we also play a role in it. I'm bringing this up today because I talked to a lot of people in the last couple of days who are like salivating at this want and need for a book. They really, really want to have their thing be a thing. They really want their their book to be in their hand. They want to open up. They want to have an unboxing video. They have it all planned out. They want to give physical copies to people. They want to sign things. They want to have all this hoopla as if it's 20 years ago and nothing has changed and there's no plague going on and there's no pandemic and we don't need to mask and we don't need social distancing and we don't need all these different kind of rules anymore because, oh, we're all just sort of exhausted and tired. So let's just accept the sweet embrace of death. And what's one more sweet embrace of death if we just kill the planet a little bit while we're trying to make our big romance novels or our big fantasy novels very super successful in a capitalist society that's slowly collapsing our civilization as we speak? The, the, the idea that we're okay with all this stuff really bugs me. We're, the, the idea that we just sort of like, well, this is publishing. What are we supposed to do? Here's what you're supposed to do. Um, be willing to go digital. Be willing to consider pursuing alternate media. Be willing to pursue that some of your ideas are tinted in nostalgia and are framed in the ideas of how things used to be and we're trying to go back to it even though we can't because that time has passed. And that's not because you're a bad person. It's not because you're wrong. It's just because other factors have contributed, be it time, be it capitalism, be it destruction, be it global warming, be it climate change, be it class, be it wealth inequality, whatever. Uh, these factors all got together and have made it impossible for us to make things like the way they were. And if you're going to be mad at anybody rather than be mad at yourself because, oh, man, if I, you know, if I didn't want to write a book, this wouldn't be a problem. It, that, that is, that's a drop in the, the ocean. That, that's nothing. If, if you want to have a problem, go, go talk to your publishers. Go ask them why they are particularly choosing inefficient production methods. Hint, it has to do with men making money. Um, why they choose the production methods they do. Why things have to be this way. Why we still let traditional publishing set the terms by which we accept and validate our work. Why is it more real just because this other group of people produce this thing? If we're self-publishing, if we are creating our own work, shouldn't we also then also create the terms by which we claim success? 
Why do we have to try and go with somebody else's metrics, even if we're doing a different path to it? Like, we don't have to standardize that. We don't have to agree with that. They're, they're killing us. The planet is cooking. There's a drought across multiple states. There's, you know, food shortages, or there are about to be. Like, these are legitimate problems, and we're sitting here wondering how many, you know, what kind of grade paper we're going to have in our soft cover revolution. We talked about that yesterday. Like, that's really what we're at? Really? This is what we're comfortable with? And I understand so many people get real frustrated when I talk like this because they're like, well, what am I supposed to do? Go talk to the publishers. Go ask questions. Educate yourself onto the book production process. Take 10 minutes and Google something. Go learn about wastewater and pulping and biofuels and production processes. And then ask people questions. Ask yourself questions. Why am I okay with this? Is it just because I like the end result and I want it faster and easier and I'm willing to just sort of let it let it be somebody else's problem? And if that makes you uncomfortable, maybe it's time to examine like why that makes you uncomfortable. The the whole thing I'm talking about today isn't just like, hey, let's, you know, completely collapse and abolish corporations as a collective whole and then, you know, massively redistribute wealth and then let's all just stop destroying the planet. Yeah, that's important, and that's probably a different podcast I really should be starting. But right now, I, I think we have a, a responsibility as creatives to be sensitive to the environment, not just the like grass and trees and earth, but the whole like concept of environment. I think we have a responsibility to be sensitive to the place and time around us where we make our things. It isn't enough just to make them and make them the best. It's making them the best and being able to kind of put them alongside everything else because our art is as much of the time and space we made it in as it is the time and space it's going to. And if we intend for our work to outlive us, if we intend for our work to have an impact, we must consider the impact of our creative process along with the creative, the impact of the post creative process. That's what I'm thinking about today. My ask for you today is awareness and sensitivity. My ask for you today is to be conscious of what you consume, how you consume it, and really and truly what it is you're consuming and how it got to you so that you could consume it and whether or not you are willing to consider, let alone even try, and change some path in that consumption. Think that over, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.